Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of the Lud Kabal podcast. The movie for this week is Mariada Ramana, the Telugu film, directed by SS Rajamouli. The movie is available on YouTube for everyone to watch. It's available with subtitles. So, as always, we recommend you watch it to get the nuances of the film and the discussion a lot better. Our primary reviewer for today is Max Da Vinci. Max, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Hey, guys. Maria the Ramana is a very interesting movie given the time it came out and uh, the casting choices and things like that. Um the first reason is that it's a movie where uh, you don't have a central character as a hero or uh, it's it's a huge uh, departure from Rajamouli's general uh, theme of movies because until that point most of his movies always were around a centric character uh, and he was known for uh action movies more importantly um every movie would have a, a unique weapon that you know the hero would use to decapitate the antagonist and so on so this was a marked difference from that and the other one was that the, it, it used sunil as a hero who until that point was more mostly used in comedic portions or to supplement um heroes who could not talk to say their life uh, he would come in and do all the dialogue so the hero could just cavert around trees so this was a movie where he sunil was not the comedic um, uh, he was not the comedian but he was actually the hero himself so that was very interesting and therefore the choice of story and casting becomes very important i think that's where uh, rajamouli came out on top and uh, the way he has captured the essence of the actors of the story and maintained the tension uh despite making this movie and i think it's been made in four or five languages and i watched maybe four of those uh, but none of them come even cl- marginally close to um the feeling and the suspense that rajmouli creates with mariada ramana and that and therefore even goes to saying that you can take the same story and um the situations but it comes down to the maker of how he handles things and that's where rajmouli shines um in the story and the, the chasm between rajmouli and the rest is 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 just vivid for everyone to see so um long story short mariada ramana is a, is a uh, is is inspired i not inspired i would just say it is remade it's a copy of a of an old uh, buster keaton movie called our hospitality and uh, the main pieces are that sunil uh is living away in the city and he finds out that there is some ancestral land that he has he can uh, have access to and he comes to the village but then he learns that uh that there there is there's a lot of factionism and uh, you know his father was involved in some killings and so on and so therefore the uh, they they're praying for his blood and now it, the whole movie is about how he eludes them and manages to stay alive throughout the movie um i think rajmouli did another fantastic job was in how he blended the love angle into the story it was it is very different from what you would expect um there are obviously yes there are some love songs kind of thing but it's still very different in the way he's handled it because it's almost like a one side love um where uh, where there's this comedy of errors happening so there are a lot of things which are very unique and worth talking about this and therefore i think this will be a fun episode as we go on so as far as as far as i am concerned uh, i was a little underwhelmed uh, i i i i was wondering afterward uh, whether uh, again 
uh, I didn't know honestly that uh, it was it was a remake uh, or an adaptation of a, a Buster Keaton movie. Uh, it may have they made me look at it in a different uh, uh, with a different different lens if I'd known that earlier. But uh, the thing that came to mind after I got done with this was whether this was you know intended to be something like a horror comedy, like one of those you know scream movies where. Uh, it, there is horror in, the, in those movies, but there's also a comedic touch, you know, with uh, uh, sort of a uh, laughter angle to it, right? So th- th- this movie seemed like one of those movies, right, where there was consistently laughter, but immediately before a laughter, there was seriously uh, violence, which is which is which is kind of the horror. In India, right? I mean, you don't find mainstream horror movies at all. I mean, it's mostly violence that passes off, that horrifies people in movies. With movies, so it, it seemed to me like one of those movies uh, where horror and uh, comedy are uh, mixed up. Uh, but the the other thing is, I've also uh, seen parts of the Tamil remake, um, and uh, not the entire movie, entire Tamil movie, Tamil remake, but only parts of it. Because the 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 at least one comedy clip keeps showing up on uh, TV in, in in those comedy Tamil comedy channels. Uh, I'm I'm actually glad that uh, the comedy track or the comedy side of this movie was not that excruciating as what I saw in the Tamil movie, which was like extremely forced, uh, extremely. I mean, I wouldn't say physical, but uh, it it yeah. It, it was very stereotypical in some ways, but I'm I, but I'm I'm seriously glad that that it wasn't that excruciating. Excruciating. Actually, I wanted to say, uh, um, like I, I actually forgotten that Max had said before that it is a, a Buster Keaton movie uh, copy. Uh, because if if you even without knowing that, if you see the film, I think you do get a lot lot of uh, uh, references. Not references, not direct references, but you get that this is. This is modeled on a silent era comedy, uh, Chaplin and Keaton time, uh, because a lot of gags are uh, made like that, and yeah. um, I think Which there are a lot of right? there, there are a lot of practical gags. They, they are even in I, I don't know this 2010 to even that time I don't think they are as complicated as what maybe Buster Keaton did, but the, still you can see that this is modeled on on from that silent era. So so actually so and it was. I totally forgotten Mayur uh, said that. So, so when now now I remember I, because while watching, I was thinking, yeah, this is something like that, and uh, and that's what even suggests casting some someone like Sunil or you know Santanam here in uh, Tamil. Uh, so, so that that is I think very apparent, and they made it pretty well. Uh, I also, but I mean, I like the film, but I don't know why uh, this is. Uh, I mean, it, it's it. You can see all of uh, Rajamoli's touches, but I still feel. Uh, he came uh, put together uh, something more in his genre in his I think the film before this. I was actually very surprised that Magadira came before this one. I thought this was much earlier film, but but I think um, I think this film works in a very retrospective way that you can see lots of Rajamoli's touches that that have followed after that. Uh, I think uh, there's there's a lot of visual flair for uh, Masala, and there's a lot of uh, Cam- shots and uh, camera placements that 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 you won't normally see in a very random masala movie uh, in any language for that matter. 
and i think uh, for, for example there's i like the shot where he's uh, he's locked up and then he's shot through a keyhole and then even the chase is pretty good with the cycle and how it falls down and all those things so so i, I think it, this movie is very suggestive of what rajamouli is going to come up with later and what he's capable of and in that way i think this movie works and i don't know if it i mean i i, I didn't hate, i didn't think it was bad but i just thought okay it's not rajamouli's best work but it's definitely up there as something that tells you what rajamouli really is so uh, two things here one is i've seen the audio release of this and rajamouli says it then that after magadira which was so excruciating and you know in terms of schedule and all that again bahubali had not been made so magadira itself was severely excruciating because it uh, because it took that long rajamouli wanted to do something light and he said and that's why it's it, and that's why you mentioned like this is the his first light movie uh, out and out light movie uh, if you would say all his other movies you know with i mean he has movie done movies with uh, ravi teja and uh, ntr right so they are just going on killing spree um, because so and that's why he did something light because he wanted to do something easy and quick and the, i think they shot this also pretty quickly in just little over a month or something like because uh, everything they just had one location right so they didn't have to go to too many locations the songs are also all right there so they i think it is just under a month or little over a month is what he said during the uh, audio release for this movie the other one what ananta was saying was i saw this movie when it came out uh, in 2010 but then i saw like i said i've seen four versions of this movie and i like this movie even more because of how bad the other versions have been because none of those remakes uh, got the essence of the movie the essence of the movie is not just putting a funny guy as the hero like tamil has santana malayalam has uh, dilip um, uh, like like that and i think the hindi one has ajay devgan which is totally weird because he's not a funny person but the essence of the so movie what was what was the uh, son of sardar ah okay ajay devgan is the guy looking for uh, property and sanjay dutt is the patriarch who wants to kill okay him. okay okay yeah. oh fuck so i have to very, watch very that dude i have to watch that then i didn't know this yeah the malu version is the I most recent son of sardar but i was surprised that it was son of sardar that is the remake of this one yeah malu version is the most recent i think malu version with dilip came out in 2015 um but it's only when i noticed saw those and see saw how bad they were i started appreciating this even more because the essence of that is how he uh, you know mashes both the laughs as well as the tension of that you know, this guy can die at any moment and the thing i think that none of the other movies had is kiravani's uh, re-recording like throughout the movie kiravani's re-recording comes and they play this uh, song right uh, the song actually it's a it's a song which is sung when you take out a jatra or you know like a procession uh, when when for amma for ammoru or uh, you know the goddess you offer a goat as a sacrifice so that whole uh, that's this a song that is sung when the jatra is taken and the song and that is what plays in the background because he is the sacrificial lamb and at any moment you know the, the axes are waiting to grind uh, on his neck and that is what plays in heightened bgm whenever you have those tense moments and sunil plays it very well uh, i mean it's his, i think it's his second movie as a hero but i think they were both shot around the same time but yeah he's fabulous for this role at least 
so mm-hmm. i think uh, this movie worked really well for me because it is set in the context of telugu film and especially telugu films that focus on royal theme right uh, and the factionism and uh, the the violence that is associated with uh, that part of uh, what was formerly andhra pradesh i guess the, the every movie that comes out like it has the same cast of characters uh, the guys who play mallasuri and bairedi are standard henchmen in uh, rail seema telugu movies right supreet reddy i think is, is mallasuri the guy who plays mallasuri's name he's quite famous for being this large the the, the main villain's large henchman or luka brasi kind of character who in, who's the enforcer in the village who keeps all the lower castes uh he has the same uh type of role here except it's used to comedic effect right uh, so the 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 role uh, he ba- uh, rajamouli basically takes a, a very common telugu movie trope and flips it on its head in terms of how he uses it in the film so for that reason itself the film is already pretty interesting but it's also interesting in the context of telugu cinema and culture for one reason the song that the the music and the background song that uh, that max mentioned and the second is uh, there's the you know th- there's also this throwaway scene where uh, uh, sunil is trying to escape from the house and he's climbing this uh, antenna type thing that's on uh, on the top of uh, on the top of the house and uh, th- there's a radio station playing uh, chettuleka galava from chenchulakshmi which is oddly one of the older telugu movies that i have seen i guess i was looking for things like maya bazaar to watch and i i landed on chenchu lakshmi so i i can i can understand the sort of nostalgia value of having that kind of song playing uh when he's trying to escape the house also right so and so those kinds of things like it, it it's tarantino esque at least in the sense that it's a film by someone who loves films right and it it's extremely referential and it's talking about other films all the time uh, so in that way it's quite uh, uh, you know it it's sort of a film lover street to watch and then finally rajamouli is not bereft of craft right so if you think about how it's a pretty large house and the house is pretty much the uh, is pretty much the area where the entire film or majority of the film plays out the, the interior and the exterior of the house and for nearly <clears throat> for nearly about uh, 30 minutes or 40 minutes or so of the house you don't get like a a top angle view that focuses on the the center area of the house where everybody sits kind of thing that's you know that's open all the way through to the roof uh and then some uh, around 30 40 minutes in when it's time for uh when when sunil walks into the house that's the first time you see the house that way and you can see that the the swing uh that you know that that comes into play around the interval block is tied up using a rope at the top and that's the first time you see the swing and he purposely sets the top, top angle shot that way to as a as a sort of uh, as a sense of foreboding right like it's like oh here there's the swing please make note of it it's going to come into use later and you don't realize how and where but true to form it does come into it it plays a very important role 
in sort of setting up the quote-unquote interval block, as you would call it. Uh, and so he, he, he's telling you visually that you should expect something strange to happen. Uh, and, you know, it, it, basically he's a filmmaker of uh, uh, some craft, which, of course, there's plenty of this, obviously, Magadira and other films before that that, that prove it. But uh, it, it, the film, this film is also interesting because it has, uh, it has that level of base level of craft that Rajamoli naturally possesses. So a couple of things. I mean, you guys are praising the movie. I'm kind of nitpicking because uh, <laughs> I, I don't intend to, but anyways. Uh, so the guy, the hero in the film is portrayed as some kind of a, a, a loser in life who's uh, trying really hard to make ends meet. Uh, so when he becomes the guy who is now faced with real like life-threatening proposition, he's thinking on his feet and he's coming up with schemes to save himself. That kind of, I mean, I couldn't reconcile the, this is the guy who did this because he looked very innocent in the first 20, 25 minutes of the movie or, or even the 30 minutes of the movie where he's trying to figure out his life. He's trying to, he, he has a good fortune. He gets a piece of uh, a land deal, which uh, of his forefather's land. And he's uh, trying to figure his life out. And for that guy to suddenly now start thinking on his feet and trying to escape uh, the various, uh, I mean, the schemes that uh, these people put to get him out of the house kind of became, I mean, I couldn't reconcile this is the character that did that, that required a slight leap of logic. Not that I'm complaining. I'm just noting where all I found because the rest of the film I really enjoyed. So that was one. The other very, very sore point for me was, this is one random sore point because uh, I really enjoyed the relationship shared by uh, the girl and her, uh, her, her, what do you call it? Mama Paya? Mom, is that Mama's son? Yeah, yeah. Well, technically cousin only, no? Yeah. Cousin, yeah. It is a incestual, Indian incestual special. But anyways, yeah. So... Uh, I enjoyed that relationship because they tried to uh, uh, tell you that a friendship can exist between uh, uh, two people of opposite gender without trying to make it very icky. Right. And uh, that was a great take for me until the, <laughs> until there's a song where the hero goes in and tells uh, yeah, until the guy suddenly decides to marry her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he suddenly says, oh, fuck, your song clear, clarified all doubts for me. Yeah, she's a sexual object. I should have been bonking her long back. Fuck it. So that was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? So that was the second thing that irked me. And third thing was the climax that I think we will eventually get to because I thought for a, for a film that put in so much thought into avoiding emotions, right? Because it was a pure cat and mouse game till then. Like, uh, it was a battle of wits. The, the director decided that emotions will come and solve the whole dilemma. The, the, the love for daughter and uh, sister will uh, blind them towards, I mean, not blind them, will make them discard their how much ever long tradition. That is also, that was the three sore points that I had in the film. Other than that, I completely enjoyed it. It was a nice film. It was a, it was a fun movie. Macha, you're 100% right, Macha. And the reason I didn't mention those three are because also, I, I, I also agree with you. The other three worst 
and parts of the entire movie like for me the entire you are actually slightly better there for me the entire movie starts only when he uh, sets foot in royal cinema till then that entire portion is actually very blade when i was watching the theater the first time like 8 years ago i'm like dude what why did i even enter this movie because that whole cycle piece and i mean but actually yeah. I, i thought the the whole cycle piece is what uh, foreshadows is all uh, you know the the things that he does later right i mean uh, the whole uh, agility agility and his uh, uh, jumping through walls and everything he actually does that does everything in the house and outside of it later so i thought that way it sort of worked in that manner no maybe it didn't work as soon as the movie starts and as a stand alone scenes those that chase didn't work but i think it was necessary for them to show his uh yeah future. yeah but what i'm saying is in the theater when i was watching that first 15 20 minutes i was like why am i even here i spent 10, 15 dollars for this crap just because it is rajamouli and you know the previous movie had been magadira oh my god it was such a big mistake i made and then story they started to because otherwise that uh, the train sequence and uh, all that puppy love in the train and yeah all that was like why are you even subjecting me to this so i i uh, adi mentioned started mentioning about the uh, cycle and how it kind of foreshadowed what he's doing in the future right uh i don't know i okay so maybe that is true now that i think of it yes whatever he did with the cycle the so called so much of agility that he has when he drives uh he rides that cycle to uh, deliver all those stuff and then he uses that agility to do other things in the yeah and not just on. cycle action i also like the scene where he gets locked and then he jumps over his head through the window right even i mean that was both keatonis can jackie chanis i thought okay that that's also informs uh informed by what came earlier but yeah go ahead but what i didn't like about the whole cycle sequence is what was the reason to have uh, a voice for the cycle right i mean see again uh, i it's that, a quirk i like that quirk illa enak enna na vandu see you typically when you have uh, either an inanimate object talking or even in a comedy scene comedy movie like this when you have something that is talking or someone is talking uh, typically that ends up being a uh, a narrator right this the cycle does nothing to move the story i mean it the what all the cycle does right i mean the talking that the cycle does does nothing adds nothing to the story coming to the uh, comedy sequences in the train right to be honest with you this is much better than what was in the tamil version of the movie that's what i said much after watching those i have more respect for these what is this whole royal seema culture man what is this fucking stereotypical shit that they keep peddling okay i know i understand the trope it is a trope in this movie to get to the traditional part where uh, uh, where hospitality is in sent uh, is in uh, is in focus uh, where brutal uh, i mean uh, the lack of value for human lives is in focus and all that and uh, the uh, the classical revenge is in focus i i in previous conversations outside the loot kabal uh, mayur had told me that uh, this was a this was a par- paradical i mean satirical take on all that but even having said all that this was a i mean this was grating i mean it put me off 
I mean, not in the sense to not enjoy the movie. I was enjoying the movie, but what is this whole Royal Seema means this Madura means that? I understand there is a local culture for that place, but come on, man, you can't stereotype that in like what? When was this movie? Two thousand ten. Even then, it's it's kind of it went out of fashion. I thought. No, no, that's that's how the Telugu industry works, right? I mean, there's a market. There's a market for such movies. If you take out Royal Seema, then you probably have take out one third of the movies that have come out in the last twenty years. Ashok, I think we talked about this very briefly. Yeah, it's not a joke. I'm really telling you. If you take out Royal Seema, one third of the movies you can totally wipe out from IMDb for Telugu cinema. Yeah, but I, uh, my whole point to that uh, thing was like uh, that kind of stereotyping is like slightly grating uh, to watch. I mean. it is there's not not a new take or a new nuance to that i mean it is simply a very a broad stroke on uh, but but i this is the this movie stands as a new yeah. uh uh mistake yeah this is a mistake on i mean this almost this was like act as a commentary or a, is critical of it right i mean it starts with all the tradition upholding and that whole that death of uh the years ago and all those things i mean so so i think this movie is the one that stands as a probably single important critic of that and i don't know i don't know if it did anything after that but i think that that's what this movie stands for is the sirutai also what is the sirutai original movie raudi rathor what is that original movie in telugu vikramarkudu uh, ah uh, that's also raisima no that's in bihar Okay, because that was written by Rajmouli's dad, I think. So I was wondering if everything is written by Rajmouli's dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, every Rajmouli movie is written by Rajmouli's dad. No, no, like, but even non-Rajmouli movies are there. No, lots of. Yeah, I mean, he writes for other people. He even writes yeah. for Bhai, um, and he has also written the new uh, what Kangana Ranaut uh, Jansi Rani movie. Oh, is it okay? But but I have never heard of this actress. When what else has she come in? She also probably doesn't know where all she is coming. <laughs> she's, she's acted in a couple of movies, but she's, this is probably her biggest film. Yeah, I she's mean, yeah, surprisingly yeah. good. I must say, she's a really good dancer yeah. and yeah. like a pretty good act. Like the train sequences and stuff, right? She's the one who keeps it watchable, palatable. Yeah, watchable. Yeah. And she's really good in the scenes with her uh, the the guy who's supposed to marry. Yeah, with her cousin, right? The, cousin. Yeah, those things are really good. Yeah. that's also a refreshing take like uh, this guy was saying earlier because it's no no, no normally it's a hero is that uh, cousin where who girl is falling for here they show them as friends and kind of mature but also it's because they are the only two people in the entire village who seem to be educated the one guy is a doctor and then this girl is studied outside and coming the rest of all people are you know just there yeah and they spend the most time on screen whenever they are together it is not the it is not sunil who spends more time with her i think they have their own uh, thing which was uh, that, that's what i was saying like it was great till the point of that song right and in one song he he uh, the whole the cousin flipped from yeah i am not marrying this girl to yeah of course i should have been marrying her <laughs> wow, i mean i should have been marrying her for a long time now it is a it's a crazy it, i mean it it destroys the entire uh, nice characterization that has happened till then could have been that he, he 
I mean, I would have been happier if elders forced them or if, because that would have been more in character. Because uh, for all the tradition, and that's another thing, for all the tradition and backward as regressive uh, uh, ideologies that these guys have, they were still looking for consent of two people to get them married. I was like, okay, okay, fine. <laughs> that, that's also cool. One thing I would have liked is, had some of those murders been more, a little more gruesome? <laughs> no, it would have heightened the tension a lot more. Like, like for example, the opening one where Rao Ramesh, Rao Ramesh is actually a very fantastic actor. In this movie, he just, he's killed immediately. Where he insults everyone and comes into the house. That is a very, very, very well done scene. That, that first part actually is my favorite scene in the entire movie. Where he's coming and bringing this Rajasthani Mar- this Marwadi guy, telling him, you know, either deal karo and all that. That whole part is very well done. The way he uh, is insulting them and you know something wrong is going to happen, right? You know something wrong, wrong is going to happen because you can see, you know, the, uh, the way the, these guys are looking at him. But you just don't know when. And that whole thing of leaving the house, you do, it doesn't hit you until that murder. And that sets the tone for the entire movie. I thought that scene was done very nicely. I only wish it remained a little more gruesome than just taking that. Uh, I thought it was pretty. I mean, they take a long metal pipe and hit him in the head. No metal pipe, man. That's that's the one that they use. That's the wooden thing they use that to grind uh, um, masalas and all, right? So oh, it's the pencil. That wrong. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was. I thought that was sufficiently gruesome. I don't know how much more gruesome you can make. My thing is, I. I like Rajamoli movies only because of the way he casts his antagonists. So, right from Chaturpati, since talking about Supreet Reddy is there. Um, and then uh, in Ma- Magadira, you had, I forgot the guy's name now. He was good. Mariyadha Ramana Naginidu is brilliant. In Iga, uh, uh, Kicha, Kicha Sudip is fabulous. And then Bahubali, obviously, Rana. Those are my, actually my all my favorite characters. Bahubali, I liked uh, Ramya Krishnan, Satyaraj, Nasser more than most people there. Yeah, but, well, they, they sell the film definitely. I mean, the, these two were like chutes who were fighting for no reason. They looked like some angry hulks. With, uh, I mean, the, the father Bahubali was kind of slightly more intelligent and a little more empathetic than the son. The son looked like Full, full on sociopath. But yeah, those are things we may discuss when we discuss Bahubali. We are, are we ever going to do that? I don't think so. We might actually. We can. We might. But, but it's actually, it's inter- I mean, we ha- we ha- we probably should because it's, I, I think Rajmoli is one of the few masala filmmakers who actually has a very auto credit to him, right? He, he has a he has a, he has themes that he repeatedly uh, brings up, and the whole mythic element in his films is almost. Uh, you can see that in every film, and in some films they are pronounced, and some films they are very subtle. But, but I think he has uh, ideas that he keeps returning to. I mean, uh, so so that way, I think almost every Rajmouli film is, uh, you know, we can talk about. Yeah, his films are all, like they all suffer from the natural stratification of like a feudal mythology type. Correct. Structure. Yeah. But other than that, like he. Like within that framework, if you sort of accept that that that's sort of the framework in which he thinks, 
he's really good within that framework like the the broad the the, the broad socio political aspects of the film are always always raise concern but uh within that in, in terms of sort of myth building like i don't think we have anybody that's you know as good as he is in at least in contemporary filmmaking because i feel like in every other film industry the the they've they've progressed in different dimensions like they they do different things now like a good film in tamil is vastly different than a good film in malayalam which is vastly different than a good film in telugu and i think uh, a good film in telugu uh has you know it can either go the care of kancharipalam way uh which you know is kind of I, i it sounds like it's sort of in the same footsteps as hyderabad blues from a long time ago and uh, or it can go the the rajamouli way i think like that's pretty much what's possible uh, i i guess maybe uh, pelichupulu is probably a third way it can go So I I think we've discussed a lot about this movie right I mean we have we've gone off track does it mean that there's not enough nothing more to discuss about this movie Yeah I, I think so Enak starting le irukala No movie pick panna pove I was surprised fuck is in Mariyala Ramana ha seri okay No no I mean I I like I think there's it's it's a fun watch it's a fun watch and it's good to I mean I think we have a good solid 20 25 minutes about the movie but and then we talk about generally how bad things are telugu <laughs> i guess for some time uh, but i think we, we, we i mean we we covered right every telugu movie podcast going forward until we do care of kanchana pale so we had good stuff to talk about other telugu movies that we did. no no we had i mean so this no, we production yeah. we had tons of stuff to talk about yeah, anukokundokaraju we had lot of good things yeah anukokundokaraju maya bazar maya bazar two episodes la yeah maya legend manja telugu kadayadendriya telugu kadayad you cannot put it down in any language that's probably true maya bazar is uh, language agnostic i guess Thank you for listening to the Loot Cabal podcast. I hope you had fun listening to this episode. Um we're coming up on 1 year of our podcast and it's also going to be 25 episodes. So for our 25th episode and uh, which also coincides with our uh, the anniversary, um we ran a poll and a majority of you picked uh, Virumandi as the movie to do. So we're going to be talking about the Kamal Hassan uh, hit uh, Virumandi and because it's being a special episode we're going to try to do some things a bit different we'll probably have some guests and we'll probably also change our format out a bit uh it's going to be a really good episode and stay tuned for it